0: I feel like that tune really kind of solidified both of Versus, us yeah. in the in the industry. Just makes you realise how far you've you've come. The people they collaborate with, and it's just superstars. Yeah, so I was thinking, what, course. little Nathan from Burton. <laughs> I was working on way too long and I was just thinking like Anne-Marie's voice would sound like so sweet on this. But Anne-Marie had never tried strongbow. Wow.
1: Hi guys, welcome back to episode 22 of the In Brother Words podcast. Today we've got our first ever returning guest on the podcast. <laughs> it's part two with the local legend, <laughs> Eiffel Dor. Legend? I'll, t-
2: <laughs> I'll take that. There, you're right, boys, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Very good, thank you, mate. Good.
1: So, last time you were with us, um, it was the week that Lighter came out. Song. Yeah, it was. It seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? It <laughs> yeah. yeah. ages ago. Yeah, so that song then obviously did really well. Got to yeah. number three in the charts. Yeah. And sort of the breaking news, if you like, is that it's been nominated for a Brit Award. Yes. So, congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. What yeah. was that
0: like, finding out that news? Um, I don't know, really. Like, people keep asking, what was it? Like, did you think it was going to happen? or But I didn't think it was going to happen, like, first and foremost. But not because I didn't believe in myself. I just didn't ever think, I could never really visualize myself at the Brits. Because mm. I, think, I think it's a bit of a small town mentality yeah like coming from burton i've just always watched the brits at home never really seen anyone from this area there yeah so i'm just like i don't know my brain was just he just doesn't think like yeah, that do you know what I mean. Repeat, yeah. so then obviously working in music the brits is like the pinnacle mm-hmm. so you obviously yeah like subconsciously you're dreaming about being at the brits but i don't know i just couldn't visualize myself there basically yeah that's brilliant yeah. and then when I got the phone call, like it was just completely out of the blue. And I just couldn't that be- was a lot of swearing. <laughs> but I just couldn't believe it. I was just like I was just like, I can't be- like I say, it was a yeah. blur- it was a it bit was, of a blur, like when, the I, when phone I got call told from
1: then? It was a phone call like, from your label? Like or my something. manager. Yeah, okay.
0: So he told me and like it was just just it's not really sunk in yet. As you yeah. can probably tell, 'cause I'm struggling to get words <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's yeah. just it's just weird. But um but yeah, obviously it's it was just amazing and kind of just makes you realize how far you've you've come yeah um and you know it's just going to be an unreal night and i can't wait some
1: fans there isn't there i think as well yeah four
0: thousand um are allowed like it's going to be key workers and stuff oh brilliant um no masks no social distancing yeah so it's going to be it's going to be amazing but like i say i don't know what to expect i don't know what it's going to be like but it's just going to be an amazing night i Mm -hmm. can't wait
1: in terms of the song itself then um, obviously it did really well got to number three were you happy with how it went and the feedback you got from obviously
0: it was it was a crazy time kind of because flowers had just broken through Mm -hmm. but it took like 25 weeks or something stupid to actually break through to the charts yeah and obviously i was then this new emerging artist on the scene and you have the pressure to follow up you know like when you've had a hit so Mm -hmm. we went with lighter and obviously at the time ksi was a bit of a bit of a ballsy move to me because he'd yeah, not definitely. released any commercial music at that point when we actually had the deal made with him he hadn't even released that houdini record mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was like his first kind of commercial tune mm-hmm. so you know not everyone believed in it you know a lot of people were like ksi like kind mm-hmm. of you sure and i was like yeah i think i am sure so it was kind of just nice for me to see it pay off like see the move pay off yeah and I think it surprised the industry a lot. It also showed them that he's actually a serious guy in music and he's mm. not just a laughing stock of like mm. the YouTube world. And I think it's just done amazing things for him and me. And it was just nice to kind of, kind of share that journey together. Yeah. And then, you know, when I rang him to tell him about the Brits, he was just couldn't believe it. And he was just so gassed and it was just nice. Cause I think obviously he's doing mad superstar things and like, I'm doing my thing a little bit, but like, I feel like that tune really kind of solidified both Versus of us yeah. in the in the industry. So it's just been an amazing whirlwind. And even now and again, when it comes on in the car, I think this is actually a banger. This <laughs> is <laughs> so I think like, yeah. all right. This is. He yeah, still yeah. keep in touch now. Yeah, yeah, we from, speak yeah. most weeks. Like he's such a nice guy. And um, whenever I've needed something from him, like a video message for a friend's kid or whatever, yeah, yeah. Just straight away he's on it. Um, and he is one, one of the nicest guys, genuinely, that that I've met
2: amazing so then um obviously your next hit came along with little mm. mix as well yes. so going from ksi who was up and coming establishing himself you know as a legit musician um to go to like a massive big hitter like little mix mm. how did that come about because that seemed like a massive step up as well
0: once again that, that was just crazy um so we kind of know each of a few mutual friends mm-hmm. like in the industry mm-hmm. and we said look let's just do a session one day and there was no like end goal to definitely do a song together. It was just a session and sessions happen all the time and Mm -hmm. sometimes nothing comes of it, sometimes it does. And we went to the studio, it was me, Jade, um, M&EK as well Mm -hmm. come down because he's a sick writer. Mm -hmm. And we sat down and we just started messing around, just vibes in, got some food in, just drinking, chilling. And then started the idea of No Time for Tears. It just sounded really good. And then after the session, I wasn't like wowed by it, but I just thought that was pretty decent day's work mm-hmm. but in the day after when like you've come back to it on fresher years we thought like this actually has like loaded potential and then sent it around to our teams and Little Mix's team and my team were just like this sounds really good we need to try and make something work yeah. but obviously the problem was timing because it was becoming it was towards the end of the year and you know usually you'd bring out a tune like that now mm-hmm. like spring summer mm-hmm. but we didn't really have the choice. So Little Mix were kind of like, look, we love it, and we are prepared to bring it out. Which obviously, at this, I'm already thinking like, what's even going on? Yeah. Like because you see, like the people they collaborate with, and it's just superstars. Yeah. So I was thinking, what Little Nathan from Burton? <laughs> but, so they said, look, we we can do it, and the only kind of sticky thing is we can only bring it out in this window. We were like, oh, don't really want to be releasing like a Near summer Christmas. record in like mm. October, November. Mm-hmm but how can you turn down a song with the biggest girl band in the world exactly. yeah. so we're like look do you know what people need happiness right now people need good music um like the song title no time for tears which was just relevant because i think everyone was feeling it in like a bit down in the feels yeah, and look it couldn't have gone any better you know it's just obviously there's a lot of christmas songs in the way mm-hmm. so as for like chart positioning it was a bit annoying we didn't get it straight away but it was just nice that after christmas people still wanted to listen to it yeah and obviously we got in the top 20 and it was just like unreal to see your name alongside little mix in, yeah. in the charts and like to go from like KSI to little mix. It was just mental. Like crazy. it was crazy, yeah. but yeah. no, it was, it was amazing. Like amazing journey.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned, um, about getting some food in mm. and I think you put, you, you put it on Twitter, a story about you paying for Nando's and yeah, then yeah. finding out that actually you could have got it for free. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want yeah. to tell that story? No,
0: I just like, I was just like, look, who wants food? And, um, I just, as always, was like, no, I'll pay, I'll pay. He's mm. like, you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want? Gave everyone my phone, and they were just putting their order in. Yeah. And then literally the second I clicked pay, um, Jade was just like, oh, I've got a black card. I could have sorted that. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> like, I want to get to the level where that I forget. You, I've got yeah. a black card. You do you know what God? I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I'm dying for a black card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we well, you, you, um, you just met our little sister, Maisie, and I mentioned that she's a big Little Mix mm. fan. Um, I told her that story when I read it online. And uh, she asked us to ask you a question in the podcast, which is, what did Jade from Little Mix have from
0: Nando's, if you can remember? Oh, God. (laughs) What a great question. I honestly do not know, because I was just passing my phone around and everyone was just adding their order. (laughs) Come to some ridiculous price. I was thinking, Jesus. Um, I wouldn't know. I want to say it was just like chicken, butterfly, garlic bread. I think we all just ordered loads of different things and just Just slobbed out. Yeah, yeah. Literally, just everyone's sport. Yeah, what's she like? Is she nice? Yeah, really nice girl. Like proper down to earth. Very like welcoming straight away. And like we still talk. You know, yeah. if things I need from her or things she needs from me. You know, we don't we don't hesitate to get in touch. And I think we're going to do a session with her in a few weeks for like a band that she's working closely with, mm-hmm. trying to develop. Um, we're going to work in, on some new music for them, so oh, just just great, great girl. But another song as well, which has
1: um, come out recently. Mm. Um, another collab as well, um, way too long, with Anne Marie and, and Mo Stack. Um, great tune. Thank you very and, much. And uh, we want to talk to you about how that came about, then. So,
0: so Anne Marie. So she's on the same label as me. Mm-hmm. So once again, kind of know each other through all the people. And we did a session last year. And once again, another like blasé session, just chill, see what happens. And we actually came out with two really good songs, but they weren't really right for my project. Um, so she is actually going to release them on her album, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So there's two songs on her album that I've wrote with her, oh. which is coming out whenever her album's out mm-hmm. in a few months or whatever. Um so we didn't actually come out of that session with anything for me, which mm-hmm. was frustrating, but also it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a few months later, I was working on way too long. And I was just thinking like, Anne-Marie's voice would sound like so sweet on this. But I had already known that she doesn't sing other people's songs. Mm. As in like, she, she only writes, she only sings things that she writes. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking she's probably not going to want to do it. But I sent it through. I was like, look, I've got this tune. I think it's like a really big record. And I think you would sound sick on it. What do you think? And then didn't get a reply for a few hours. I was thinking, oh God, like (laughs) she hates it. And then she eventually replied like the next morning and was like, absolutely love it. It's like, it's a smash record. Don't let anyone else hear it. I want to sing it. And then the next day she recorded it in her living room. So the vocals are actually from her living room like that you you hear on the song now. Um, And then, yeah, she was like, please like, let's just make it work. And then I thought, I feel like, because it's going to be summer. I feel like I want a rapper on it and just to bring back that like flowers, JK yeah. vibe. And I'm a massive fan of Mostak. So I didn't know him. I've met him a couple of times, but only at like parties and stuff. Um, But I've never really spoke to him. So my manager contacted his manager and straight away, he was the same. He was like, I love it. I want to jump on it. Sent his verse back. And I was like, that's just so clever. Yeah. And it was just easy, come together so easy. And, you know, here we are now. And finally we can release it at a time that's, right and i think the song the thing that's quite cool with this record is obviously it's, it's very early days and these kind of dance records can take a few months to mm-hmm. really get going but we're looking at the statistics like every day and it's like growing so gradually like every day as if like it's growing at the same speed as lockdowns being eased Oh, that's nice. Yeah. and i think that's really going to like correlate with the way of the world because yeah. everyone just feels the same yeah. way it's been way too long and um i think as things get eased more it's going to become more of a lockdown post lockdown anthem yeah Yeah. so um, you can see that
2: being the backing track to all the
0: kind of like uh, uh, we're We're doing like a an acoustic version and we've got a choir to like sing it Mm -hmm. and it just gives you goosebumps when i've heard it and i'm Mm -hmm. thinking i can just see it on like adverts and stuff it's just it just so fitting with what yeah. everyone's feeling right now it's yeah. cool
2: well you touched on stats there i just wanted to address something so how many months ago was it seven months eight months, eight months, eight months last since we last did it like you said that seems ages ago yeah um and i told you that you were having two and a half million monthly listeners on spotify mm. do you know how many you're on now i mean
0: it varies around
2: releases because honestly yeah is it like five six mil? yeah 5.6 million okay this yeah, morning. yeah now that is like a massive increase mm. and you've not done a single gig in that time yes yeah. so these collabs are obviously working mm. amazing aren't they what do you kind of see being your next collaboration do you have anything in mind or- no i
0: think um obviously i get asked this all the time and i think people are so interested because every collaboration has been with big artists which for a new artist like myself that is like really rare so i think everyone's a bit interested thinking how's this guy pulling these people mm, out yeah and we're not actually like we're not actually trying to that's the weird thing no. it's just happening naturally and timing is just ha- like coming together and working mm-hmm. but it's not a case of us sitting there now thinking like right who do we want to work with next because you can't work like that because it just it just won't work music is what does the talking mm-hmm. so all we do in is go in studio and trying to make the right tune mm-hmm. and i think when you get the right tune then an artist can follow but i'm not trying to think right we've done you know jk ksi and Mary little mixed who can be like better because mm-hmm. i just want i want each song to get better and yeah. like that's not saying like like right now i believe like way too long it's my best song mm-hmm. but that's not disrespecting little mix or ksi or jk yeah, that's just aggressive. saying like i feel like for the time right now that's my strongest song yeah um so all we concentrate on is the strongest song mm-hmm. not the strongest feature yeah that's
2: true because i assume the, the the size of the artist doesn't determine like how good the song is no it can
0: obviously something. help mm-hmm. like obviously having someone like ksi mm-hmm. you can just say yeah download the song if thousands <laughs> will do it yeah it obviously helps but if the song's not good it's not then going to carry itself to the commercial like market and um, which is why lighter I think surprised so many people and KSI will tell you and like he used to say to me and I used to think the same when I'd see tweets that used to say like yo like I don't want to heard that new KSI tune like it actually alright he was like that just means so much because mm. they don't expect me to come with tunes like that and for me it's kind of the same It doesn't matter if you have a big feature when it gets played on radio and like just your normal listener is hearing it, if they don't like it, it's never going to grow and become like a big record. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- th- it's happening with way too long now. It's every time it's played on radio, you see an increase of streams and increase of iTunes sales which tells you it's, it's a good song, yeah. um, you know, and if it starts going down, you're thinking, crap, like we need to go to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, so far it's not <laughs> happened. Get Ollie what? Ball back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <so laughs> might need so it. Let's
1: talk about that then, so the <laughs> promo, when you bring out a new song, particularly with this one, there seems to be like a, like a week or two period where you're literally doing like mm. something every day and it's a different thing. Is that like, a, do you sit down with your manager and stuff and you plan that out, or how does that work? Um,
0: it's all different, like the label come up with loads of great ideas, mm-hmm. My manager does, I do. Um, and I think I've had to be even more like innovative, in, innovative, is that word? Innovative. During lockdown, because I, I usually promote my songs course, yeah. during live performances. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. usually I'll say, right everyone, I've got a brand new tune out right now. Like get your phones out, record this, put it on your stories. And You've got thousands of people straight away promoting your record, mm-hmm. but obviously, we can't do that during lockdown, so it's constantly trying to think of new ways to promote. Um, a lot of it's TikTok, you know, that's kind of blown mm-hmm. up. Um, social media stunts, and like the, going back to the Ollie Ball thing, it's like I just see I'm not massive on TikTok, but I kept seeing him pop up, yeah. And I was just like, I'm just going to reach out and see what happens. So I just literally messaged, I think I messaged Jacob, mm-hmm. and it just goes, Yo, like can we link up for a video for my new song? And i looked. look, thankfully he was a fan. So he was like, I'd lo- would love to rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Got my manager to sweeten to their, their parents and organize it all. Went down, did it, rah, rah, rah. And the mad thing was like, we'd spent, well the label had obviously spent so much money on promotion for the weekend, billboards, radio adverts, everything. Mm-hmm. And nothing got half the engagement that the, video from two 15-year-olds from Bolton yeah, yeah. That's cool. like I think in the first like hour he got like 1.5 million views and the label were just like what like what were
1: they like when you met them oh yeah sound yeah, sound good like, good lads. lads yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're actually
0: in like a little group chat so now yeah. and again they'll just put in some banter and stuff <laughs> and I'm like you guys are so funny yeah. but um they are good lads and like just the same as they are on their on their mm. TikTok but it's just mad how you know you would think, you know, oh, we're spending all these thousands of pounds on radio adverts or billboards. Yeah. And, you know, the power of some, like, school kids... The social media trends like ...can that. just blow that all out of mm-hmm. the water. And that's, yeah. like, the way of the world right now. Mm-hmm. So you just got to stay on top of it. Yeah. Imagine what it's like to be them two at school now. Like, at mm-hmm. their school, Well, yeah, now. they were saying, like... Um, I said, like, surely you're, like, the guys in school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was like, what? we are. But, you know, the, apparently they do get a bit of hate at school. Um but you know, it's all part and parcel of I course, think, being popular yeah. at school. But they said like, it's obviously fun, but the teachers support them. And apparently they have to have a teacher watching them do the TikToks at school, like to supervise them doing it <laughs> <Yeah>. apparently. <laughs> But you'd like to get them on the, the podcast. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, just one last thing on uh, on the music stuff then before we move on.
1: Um, the video for way too long, so brilliant. And you're obviously a YouTuber now, um, and you well, put you put a behind the scenes mm. video up on YouTube, which I loved. Um, so go and check that out. And also, I loved how you were like drinking a kind of strongbow in between the yeah scenes. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Anne Marie had never
0: tried strongbow. Wow. So I was just, I was knocking around with the strongbow. And she was like, "What are you drinking? Strongbow." She goes, what? I go, Strongbow. She goes, going to try it. I was like, well, I've got another can in the dressing room if you (laughs) want to try. She's like, go on then. So I got another can and she was sipping Strongbow, yeah. Amazing. She seems like really down to work. Oh, yeah. Honestly, best girl ever. Yeah. Just normal.
2: Amazing. Cool. So um, in in these last eight months, um, have you felt a change in, because it's it's obvious that you've definitely become bigger, not just on Spotify views. Yeah, yeah. In general. Can you feel the difference in like your lifestyle, the busyness of it? Um, I'm definitely a lot busier.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, things just happen. Like I've got a stylist now. <laughs> like, yeah. I've got a makeup artist. <laughs> yeah. And all these people that I'm just like, so who are you then? Oh, I'm your makeup artist. I'm like, all right, okay. Like, and things mm-hmm. just naturally fall into place, I think, when you get to them levels. Yeah. And like the label just are very supportive and just kind of sort you a team out. So, all that's a bit overwhelming at the start. I was a bit like, okay, no worries. Like, Mm -hmm. when you're doing like TV performances and stuff. But I don't know. I suppose because I've not really been out in public properly, I've not really noticed a massive change. But whenever I have been out, I suppose you just get recognised a lot more. Mm. And like, obviously, I've just moved into a house and I've just got. A lot of people waiting outside my house sometimes, oh, like really? when I'm putting the bins out and stuff. They're very polite <laughs> okay. and like they're very nice. They're not disrespectful or anything like on my property. Yeah. But I think it's just being mindful of that. Like I turned up the other day, like back at my house, I was driving down the road and there was just like six kids just like on the bikes, just sitting outside my house. Really? And I was just like, You're right. They're like, Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to get a glimpse of you and that. But like I didn't see your car out. So we thought, Wait till you get oh, back. Wow. I was like, yes, I know. Oh, it. that's nice. So I think things like that are very odd for me to get my head round. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I won't know properly until it's back to normal, like yeah, big time. Yeah. But obviously, I can I can naturally assume it's going to be a bit a bit more mental. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, everyone in Burton's just very proud of things, so it's more like, look, if I was a kid, like back in the day, and I knew like my favourite musician or. Footballer was living around the corner from me. Mm-hmm. I'd be the first one to go to my mate. She was just going like, "Look at his ass." Yeah. So I get it. You sit it, um, outside Grealish's house now, don't you? Wait well, you no, put the bins do, out. do you know who I do sit outside? I used to sit outside <laughs> Darren Stride's house. I did Amazing.
2: <laughs> Amazing. Back Love in the that. day, yeah, you, we all used to. Just- <laughs>
0: literally like, like the kids do him to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wait outside his house and when he'll come back from training Brilliant. and i like,
2: hey. We well, used to idolise him as kids and then he, a few years later in sixth form, he
1: was there building the conversion. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, fair yeah. Fair <laughs> <laughs> So we actually mentioned on the last podcast so go and check out part one um, that you were most likely to be famous when mm. you were at school. Um, so you are, you are famous now and you did mention that one of the good things about being famous is free stuff. Um, <laughs> you had a, a headset for Xbox mm. last time we spoke to you any more free stuff in the last eight months that you've got? Um, oh God. Clothes or? Yeah, I like?
0: mean, I get a lot of clothes mm. so like I kind of dish them out to my, my friends and family because <laughs> nice. not everything fits me. Yeah. Um, like I don't really wear caps or hats so they're always being like dished around. You got any massive ones for real? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no um, <laughs> but, I, oh God, it's a good question. I don't know, look, naturally you get a lot of gifted things mm-hmm. um, I don't think i've had anything like massive obviously i've had i've got sent like the call of duty game yeah and a lot of the gaming stuff like accessories and mm-hmm. card points and fifa and all that stuff which yeah. is obviously it saves a lot of money do you yeah. know what i mean because it does kind of add up but no like just clothes just yeah. loads of clothes when things reopen back to normal again you'll be getting loads of oh and yeah yeah like i say do you know what a lot of the things get offered to you first and if i genuinely don't think I'll make use of it, rather than just saying yeah. I'll just say no because your house it just gets cluttered. With gets cluttered, It's just a waste, and mm. other people would probably like prefer it more than me. So
1: I'm mm. just imagining all your family around the Christmas table, all wearing like all the Adidas yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah. you pick yeah. up, all the same
0: room. clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um,
1: So, one thing we were going to ask you was, um, now you are like a celebrity and stuff. Not a celebrity, surely. you you are. (laughs) Sadly, you are. You've got to accept it Uh, at some point, uh, Nathan. Things that are going to probably come at some point, or maybe further down the line, is you might get invited to go on some celebrity reality TV programme. Okay. So, you're wondering, which ones would you do, and which ones wouldn't you do? So, I'm talking like, strictly MasterChef, maybe. Um, Um, I'm a celeb. Would you do that?
0: No. I mean... Probably later on in my career. Yeah, yeah. Oh what no, I know we mean saying, later yeah. on. Yeah, me really. if, <laughs> like, if, I, if I needed to, but like yeah. I would do things now, like the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Okay, um, so I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just like I would do, like yeah, charity things, like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, like yeah. specials and stuff. I'd love to see you on that. Yeah, I I'd do things like that, but nothing like um, I'm a celeb or Big Brother just yet. Yeah. Surely I'm not at that level. No, no. <laughs> Can I just clarify? That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, I know, I know. no, I know. But I think as much as I'd probably like to experience what it's like, I think I need to be doing a bit more music yeah. first. Yeah, Do you fancy whatever.
1: yourself on the Bake Off then? If you went on the charity one, say the Channel 4. I wouldn't 4. fancy myself to cook. I can't <laughs> cook at all. Yeah,
2: Sticking with just the, uh, the profile thing at the moment, how often do you like Twitter search yourself?
0: Uh, every day.
2: And is that... Do you feel that's healthy? Is it is. like an addictive thing?
0: It's... I think it stems from like, when I first started breaking through in like 2015, mm-hmm. and obviously you've gone from just being known locally, to starting to be known across the country. So it's just a hu- anyone that says they don't, is a liar. Cause it's just a natural human reaction to think, what are, the- what are people talking about me? Mm-hmm. So you would search your name. Um, and obviously there'll be tons of nice things and then i think i touched on the last episode there'll be like you know some nasty things sometimes mm-hmm. and obviously they stick with you and it kind of gets to you at, at the time so i think naturally my mind's like programmed to just have a check do you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like it used to be bad i used to search every like 20 minutes mm-hmm. just like part of my daily routine at yeah. every 20 minutes um but i'm not my manager's actually quite bad for it my manager searched my name like like i used to every Mm, 20 minutes so he sends me anything that might i might want to look at but i mean i've not searched my name today yet yeah i'm I'm getting better yeah but no when it comes to recent times i'll I'll probably just check it once a day Mm, just to mm -hmm. see if anyone's saying anything it's usually just to see if anyone's saying anything quite funny so i can just send it to my group chat or even respond to it yeah yeah but um but no like tweets and that don't get to me anymore but Back in the day, I was very, like, cautious and just mm. wanted to constantly, constantly mm. look at it. But, um... It's easy to see how people can fall into that hole, isn't you it? You would, though, like, like I say. I think anyone that I know that, you know, is in the same kind of line as me will, you know, always say, yeah, you're going to have a check, aren't you? Because mm. you're going to... If people were talking about your podcast, you'd want to look at it. So like, you know, yeah, I suppose yeah. I never
1: really thought about it, but yeah, it does make sense that, like... I think every celebrity must. Yeah, I suppose you just would But I suppose
0: it? it's what stage you're at, because... Yeah, If I had done something like, well, yeah, if I had done something like bad or there was like rumours about me that weren't true. Being cancelled in some way. Yeah. And then like you were seeing nasty things, maybe from a mental health point of view, you would be like, right, I'm going to delete the app and just not look at it. Um, Because there have been times where like tweets of me have gone viral years ago and it was just like an onslaught of hate for about a week. And I'm just like, okay, well, I'm just not going to go on Twitter this week and I'll just delete the app Mm. and then get it again and just not look at it and go again. Um, so it depends, It depends. everyone's like preference is going to be different, yeah. but mm-hmm. for me right now, thankfully, I get a lot of love, so I don't get a lot of hate anymore, yeah. so I just look at the nice stuff and yeah. get on my it's day.
1: still able to like manage your own social media mm. and stuff for the minute, isn't it? Because I imagine a lot of like even footballers and stuff, they probably don't even do it
0: themselves, do they? Well, no, I mean, obviously, like my, my label and that's all got my logins and stuff, but yeah. like, obviously you can still go on your own stuff and search, so mm. just still do that. Yeah. Um. So
1: I think the answer to this might be your house, which you just mentioned, but... Have you, like, treated yourself to anything? Because you've obviously been working crazy hard in the last year. Yeah. and And you sort of, like, say you've been doing really well. Um, and obviously you mentioned last time that you were still living at home mm. and stuff.
0: And I just wondered if you'd, like, treated yourself yeah, no, to anything. Yeah, no, um, I just got a new car, and a new house. Okay, yeah. Because, like, I'd never... I'd always stayed at home, but I just wanted to save and save and save so that mm-hmm. I could afford, like, a house that I really, really wanted. I didn't want to kind of move into something I could just about afford and then, like, move up. yeah. I'm just, I'm lazy. So I want to just get in somewhere and stay there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just stayed at home, but it didn't bother me because mm-hmm. I was always out. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like the pandemic where I was like, God, like I need, I need my yeah, own, own kind space. of space. Yeah, so yeah. that's when I thought, right, what have I got? What can we do? And I, I managed to find a, a nice house and get that. And um and yeah, I thought I wanted to just walk my car. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I'm just very good at saving money. So I don't kind of splash it and waste it. And I thought, my mates always say like, you never really treat yourself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so... I was like, do you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for it. So mm-hmm. managed to get my little my little house, my little car, and I'm just like I'm enjoying it.
1: That's brilliant. Yeah.
2: Nice. Um, now the last few little bits we want to address are a bit more um bit more diverse, aren't they? A bit yeah, more random questions, just to finish off. Um, so first of all, we did something um, with a previous guest, um, about like creating a, a Mount Rushmore. So um, like four iconic people mm-hmm. to you in your mind. So music. In your opinion, but didn't want to just say specifically DJs. Yeah. To you, who are the four most influential people within the music industry? Past or present?
0: Um I'd say Calvin Harris. Yeah. Knew he'd be up there. I would say like yeah. good question.
2: Hmm.
0: I would say maybe someone like a Tim Westwood is like longevity. Mm-hmm, it's nice. been in the game for so long. Yeah, um, I would say Drake just yeah. because I think like he just exceeds everyone's expectations, and then maybe someone like a Jay Z because mm-hmm. um, I think he's just got his fingers in a lot of pies. And yeah, he's pretty pretty thought through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm impressed how you reeled that off. To be yeah, sure. it, it, it took me a while. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, let's talk a little bit about football. We touched on Villa last time you we were on. Um, thoughts on Villa's season so
0: far? I think obviously overall. It's been brilliant. I'm just glad we're not fighting relegation like yeah. we, we usually are. Um, it's obviously a bit bittersweet because I think we were obviously on course for Europe and stuff. But, you know, without Jack, we're kind of a, <laughs> a, yeah. a, a you know, poor man's Derby County. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <About> <laughs> <Jack. to> <laughs> so, like, I think it's a bit frustrating that we couldn't really kick on. But to be mid-table and actually be safe at this point of the season that we can't go down anymore. Then it's a massive improvement on last season, staying up by a point on the final game. So, yeah, and you, you forget that now, don't you? Yeah, and um, obviously you brought Watkins in <clears throat> over this summer. Yeah, yeah, he smashed he's it. Like, he's, he's been, has been really good. That like, doesn't just score goals. He's actually like just creative, creates space, gives options to the other players, brings in the midfield. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm loving what he's doing this season. Scored on his England debut, yes, nice. which we'll
1: get to now because we'd like you to pick your England starting eleven for the Euros. Oh, God. Straight <laughs> off, just straight, straight off the off bat like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, you're, um, what formation are you going for for a start? Have a word with Southgate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not sure on formations. I'm just gonna like dash dish out players. Okay. Yeah, go then. we can make I'll we'll <laughs> <way they fit. laughs> probably fit. go for Henderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd probably go. Like, to be fair, there's a lot of Villa players that I would personally put in. But <laughs> yeah. well, let's be realistic. I would actually go for like Wan Bissaka, mm-hmm. right back. Mm-hmm. Centre backs, I would go for Esri Konza. From Villa, yeah. yeah, not biased at all. And <laughs> probably go for that geezer from Wolves. Oh, Cody, the Cody, kind of Cody, yeah. yeah. Left back, I'll go Luke Shaw. Mm-hmm. And then across the midfield, I would go. Who would I go? I'd have Declan Rice. Yeah, I'd Declan Rice, but and then on, I'd probably I'd, I'd obviously have Jack mm-hmm. in the midfield. I would have Foden. Yeah um and who would i have i'd probably have sterling mm-hmm. and then i would play kane and like sancho up front sancho.
1: okay nice strong, yeah, they, strong they can kane. kind of move around yeah there's a lot of attacking players there. yeah it's basically rice and then like five up front doing yeah yeah yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um but certainly jack Grealish in there jack Grealish mm-hmm. must start southgate here first
2: Right, we had an episode, Nathan, where we put things in Room 101, so mm-hmm. things we hated. So I'll give you an example. We put in there um, Mrs. Brown's Boys, okay. um, <laughs> soda water. Yeah, sparkling water. Sparkling Great. water. Right. Um, flip-flops and jeans. <laughs> I just want you to pick one thing you want to put in Room 101. We're going to ask every single guest, okay. and we're going to have a combined Room 101. Oh, God,
0: do not a thing? Mm-hmm room 101 so things that you just absolutely yeah, just, just that you want dispang. to banish
1: like from the world basically yeah so like i wanted to put magic in there he doesn't like know. magic <laughs>
0: <laughs> well mine's a bit but i'm gonna say masks all right because i yeah. just don't you know what i mean do you know what was head? annoying the other day i had we had to i won't i won't name drop them because yeah. they might get a bit upset but i had to do an event at a certain place and drop it. Drop the name. No, I can't. But we, we <laughs> had Danny to, Dyer, drop yeah. it. <laughs> I had to do a COVID test on the Monday. Yeah. And then I had to have one on the day of the event, which was the Wednesday in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then and one of them quick ones right before we went on. So that's three tests in three days. And I was still made to wear a mask when I was walking from the car to the stage. I'm thinking, you gave me three tests, two of which were today, one of which was one second ago. Yeah. And i've still got to wear a mask it's i'm just thinking journey, you're just stupid like, there's no logic in that so for that reason i'm going to send masks to to, to 101 yeah. when, when they're not needed yeah yeah I well, think everyone well, will.
1: yeah if you look at like it's the same with football isn't it they're all in their own bubbles they're all tested twice mm. a week anyway but then when you're not on the pitch you have to wear a mask yeah. when you're on the pitch you can tackle someone and it's, also, it's, it's it? ridiculous yeah so yeah i think everybody
2: would agree with you on that one now nah, not to cause any um beef amongst um burton lads, but um, Fraser had something to say about your meal deal choice from the last podcast. So you said cheese sandwich, quavers and a Ribena, Mm. which to me ain't that bad. Um, Fraser said, and I quote, that's classic Nathan, Nathan to a T. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that?
0: It is true, yeah. <laughs> just know me well. I just, yeah, I just, I mean, my, my meal's kind of slightly upgraded now. I was going to ask you about
2: your diet, okay. because you said your diet was My diet fast. was awful,
0: and it was getting to the point where I couldn't even walk up the stairs without being out of breath. <laughs> so I thought, I need to sort something out. So I've actually started this HelloFresh thing. Oh, yeah. Um, which has been going alright actually like cooking has been quite nice so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am starting to have healthier meals you've leveled it up yeah yeah so I don't know how long it will last but I am, I am enjoying yeah, it well we thought we'd let you know what Fraser's meal deal was um, <laughs> so you can have your own opinion so he went for a um,
1: BLT mm-hmm. sandwich um, the McCoys that are the Thai sweet chilli ones um, and then an orange juice and he did say get it from the shell garage at the top of cali road <laughs>
0: yeah that is that is classic <laughs> frazz. um because yeah bougie like don't care about the price go <laughs> yeah. straight to the petrol station where it's inflated yeah, yeah. And, the um, posh crisps what were, what were the crisps were they uh, thai sweet chili mccoy's yeah, unbelievable it's just yeah <laughs> Bo- boxers <laughs> foods boxers <laughs> money <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah so as i said earlier you're a youtuber now um, and you had your own series on YouTube the On Road series that looked really fun it was too. fun yeah um, so where did the, the idea for that come from and- um, James Corden <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I just, the, la- the label wanted me
0: to just do something a bit more visual yeah. and to get my personality out more mm-hmm. and I was just like let's just do the On Road theme yeah so we got a few episodes on belt. we haven't done many for a while it's just been tricky with Covid mm-hmm. so we are we've got a lot more like planned to do and record a lot more artists to pick up so it's a bit of fun um a bit of a pain in the ass having to set up the car I say
1: how difficult is it to actually film like the admin it's
0: of it? not too difficult obviously like my like tech guy phil he like sets up the car and then i just gotta click record and mm-hmm. do it and then he edits it all and whatever um i mean it is fun but like it can be a bit tedious at times and like yeah. god like it's, it's a long day and just for like a 20 minute episode or whatever but um how
1: long do you film for, for
0: an episode? It, like probably a couple of hours yeah. but obviously a lot of people live in london mm-hmm. so it's like three hours to london drive around london traffic for two hours <laughs> drive back three hours yeah so it's a good eight hours for like a 12 minute episode or something. Yeah. so like we like to try and get two or three done in a day if we go mm-hmm. down to london so it's yeah. hard to align everyone's diaries together but yeah. that's good man
1: it's good fun though isn't it and they're, they're good fun to watch as well so go and check them out um, so we ho-
2: we opened up questions to our um, subscribers. Um, yeah. We got a lot in, but we're in, we've narrowed it down just to two short ones, um, just uh, wary of time. So the first one was from Rosie, mm-hmm. Rosie Bailey. Um, she asked, um, "Can you see yourself moving away from Burton as your profile yeah. continues to grow?" Uh,
0: um, I don't know. I think my friends and family have always assumed one day I'd like jet off to like London or LA. Manchester or whatever. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like. I don't know. Obviously, I've just bought this house. So, I do plan on staying in Burton for like a long time. And I'm having a studio built there at the minute. Oh, wow. But naturally, I have to be in London a lot. Like, I've got to go to London tomorrow. But we're not that far from London. So, like, I can jump on the train and be there. I could probably be inside the studio in London within two hours from leaving my front door. Mm -hmm. Which isn't too bad. And, like, like house prices are obviously so much better. Mm Mm-hmm up here um and i just don't think i would want to leave my friends and family to go and live like in probably a much smaller house for a much bigger price in the hustle and bustle of london i love nothing better than just coming back from london or coming back from like a show and just going to the local pub with Mm -hmm. my mate and just being at home and having like fields and farms around us like we do in burton in some areas so like until like I probably really really have to I'm gonna rule it out but maybe one day I might have it might be more I might be wasting my time constantly traveling if I'm yeah. there like every single day um, but I don't want to have to move from Burton. Yeah. yeah
2: you never feel as comfortable do you as you do when you're just in your hometown like, yeah surrounded I, by I, your do, friends I do love
0: stuff. being like in London and I do love living like the city life hmm but nothing beats being with like just your mates and your family and stuff at the spring game Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you could end up having like a base there and a base here, couldn't you maybe. Yeah, so like, and maybe back go like, back and forth. Yeah. a bit more money first, but right. like, if we get yeah, enough yeah. we'll do it.
2: <laughs> um and the other question was from Cody. Cody Matthews, mm-hmm. yeah. Um and he asked if you could DJ in one destination in one country for one night only in the whole of the world where would you go?
0: Oh god. Um I'm going to say Australia. Mm-hmm. Just because I haven't done it yet. Like when I've done like Dubai and like for these were all like amazing places. And like, I'd love to do like a mad, mad gig in Dubai, but because I've already done a show there, I'm gonna say Australia. So yeah. I'm, I'm yet to get a booking in Australia. So when that comes, I think that'd be pretty sick to that'd do like amazing. Melbourne or something mm. like that mm-hmm. would, be, would be incredible. So hopefully one day.
1: Yeah, so we mentioned that you haven't really done any like gigs recently and stuff. I was thinking that your last big gig, was that one of the ones you had done in Birmingham
0: probably? Um, Probably, like, the last big one, yeah, it would have been, t- yeah, 2019, yeah. December, yeah.
1: So isn't it a case of, like, the next time you do a gig, mm. you're going to be, like, significantly bigger than you were then? Yes. Like is, is that going to be weird, do you think? Like.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be odd. I mean, we've obviously announced my UK tour, which is the end of the year, November okay. and December, like, mm-hmm. across across the UK and Ireland, and when before we announced it, I was thinking, like, no one's going to want to see me in, like... Dublin or Glasgow, and that mm. manager was like, trust me, they will. And then seeing like the tickets now, like going, I'm thinking, what? Like, and it's gonna be weird to be able to. Usually, I'm used to Birmingham, and like, I know I'm known throughout the country, but I feel like my main fan base was Birmingham. Yeah, but now seeing like the actual facts and figures and saying, like, well, you've actually got like a thousand people that have bought tickets in Glasgow to see you is weird because I'm like, I'm gonna turn up to a bunch of Scottish people. <laughs> yeah. That all know who I am. Yeah. And like, they probably didn't this time last year. So I think, um, it's going to be mad, it's going to be different. And I think my performance is going to be a lot different. It's going to be more like live performance led rather than just me being more of a DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to have to be bringing out dancers, my features and performing the tunes that everyone has come to love. Yeah. So like, have you really been thinking now. about that? they Have been planning what the shows will be yeah, like? Yeah, I haven't like, really been planning, but mm-hmm. I've definitely been thinking about it. And I think, when we get the green light properly and we know what's going on, mm-hmm. then there'll be like a lot of rehearsals and like meetings as to mm. which way we're going to take it. Because I want to keep things fresh and full different and not just the same as every other DJ. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely going to be different but exciting. It must mm-hmm. be so exciting to be sitting on all of that. Like. Yeah, we're yeah. we desperate just to yeah. go to the pub. <laughs> and like, yeah. You've yeah. got all this to look forward to. That's yeah. Really cool, I bet right.
1: it's a very unique feeling, isn't it, performing in front of like thousands of people. Yeah.
0: It's just like, I've never had a song that has been well known that I've been able to DJ yet. Mm. So like, when Flowers was just getting big, I was on the Jack Jones tour and people started to know the words. And I was thinking like, this is sick. Like people are actually singing back JK's verse to me. Yeah. And at the time when I first was playing it, no one knew it. So I, I got a really nice feeling, but now, you know, to be able to go and play like lighter and no time for tears and mm. way too long and hear everyone just screaming the words back to me that we've been there writing in the studio, it's just gonna be like a mad feeling. Mm. Um, Go about all bangers, aren't you? Yeah, it's just gonna be like mega, mega hits. just going like- like festivals and stuff. Yeah, that's amazing that, isn't it? It's gonna be insane, yeah. Do you
1: have any um, requests? Like for, you know, like you have to do your rider or your green room or whatever, and you have to say like this, I want these, you know, I want Mm. only blue smarties or whatever. (laughs) Do you have any like things like that that you would definitely be asking for?
0: Um, Strongbow? (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously I've got like, an old rider, which mm-hmm. is like pre-lockdown, mm-hmm. I can probably upgrade it a bit now. <laughs> what was on it?
1: What was on the old one?
0: <laughs> really want to know? Yeah. yeah. Cheese strings. <laughs> yeah. Dairy Dunkers. Fraser rolling his eyes at this. Literally human. <laughs> Cheese strings. Dairy Dunkers. Baby Bells. Um, like J Two O's chewing gum crisps satay sticks oh, nice. and then we say like a selection of confectionery, so whatever sweets they want yeah and then there's like a few bottles of siroc and some champagne nice but i'm trying to be healthy now
1: so you're gonna drop out the baby bills <laughs> I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna drop out all the cheese stuff <laughs> yeah.
0: and probably go for more like healthy options yeah um it's weird though because when i'm working with like these stars they've all got mad weird things on the riders
1: can you give us some examples <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: um, this isn't a weird one I suppose but I don't know if I'm getting this completely correct but Anne-Marie has to have a, s- a scented candle okay and a puzzle I don't know if you wanted oh, me to right. say that but it's yeah. out there now to the world <laughs> <laughs> because she likes to be like left alone mm. she just complete a puzzle and have like a homely scented candle yeah that's nice which I can kind of understand. Um, I feel like it might be Jaguar skills, but I might have this completely wrong. Okay. He, no, I think it is Jag. He has to have a massive Lego set.
1: <laughs> That's class, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, trying think, awesome. I'm trying
0: to think of some. Other, there's loads of funny ones, but um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of my weird. Yeah, you've cool got to thing have your own thing. Have. Yeah,
2: because as you're pushing it now, you can afford to be a but bit But I haven't got any. I,
0: like, I was trying. My, I was talking to my tour manager the other day, trying to decide. What can we put on it because it's at the time now we're getting festivals and mm. that and they're asking for our like rider mm. and i'm just like i'll oh, send the old one because they haven't had time to really upgrade it but they're like come on you need to put some stuff on there it's yeah. a bit like more cool
2: i yeah. didn't know it was such an official thing yeah i thought it was like something it. that some
1: people did no no it's everyone i didn't know like they requested that yeah i'm a big fan of the lego it's like, like it that. is yeah. like a, it's
0: like a gray area because i think everyone has a rider but then i think the bigger the artist is it's just kind of like, okay, they want that. Just get it. Say if I turned up and said, right, I want a Jaguar like to be messing around, like as in like the car, not the animal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, want, I want a Jaguar outside just yeah. to cruise with my mates. Yeah. they will be like, well, no, you're taking the mick. If Drake asked for it, they will be like, okay, no worries. Yeah. Mm. But like, you know, I'm trying to see what level I can push it to. Yeah, yeah I know, <laughs> push it as far but as you know, can. Do you know what? Like, I don't care, like I'm, I like being left alone before my, my gig, mm. so like, I'm just in the dressing room on my own, on my phone, probably FaceTiming with one of my mates. Yeah. Just eating jowdy dunkers and just chilling. Yeah. So like, I'm not, I'm not a person that wants a lot of things or a lot of like attention before I'm on or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. So it'll probably be just a basic boring rider still. Which promoters will love... But yeah. My mates will think, like, Oh, something boring.
1: Yeah, no, it meant the most oh. of it. Get some yeah, Lego in. Definitely
0: <laughs> like that. Well, thank you so much for coming on,
2: Nathan. We really no appreciate problem. it. I know you. you're a busy man. Part three, so you'll get the hat trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the ball. Yeah, <laughs> got to. Um, a lot of our subscriber base were obviously from Burton, and we had so many comments after the last one saying, like, how amazing it is to see someone from our town go on to yeah, do yeah. such big things. No, thank you. It's, uh, just a, if we could just uh, finish this off with a brief message from yourself to, to the fans
0: that are watching at yeah, home. Just like, Massive thank you for all the support. I hope I'm like flying the flag for the hometown alongside a lot of all the people from the town. Um, and yeah, just believing yourself. I think being from this type of town um, probably makes you limit your dreams and makes you think things aren't possible. But hopefully I am proving um, like through my success that it is possible. And it doesn't matter where you're from. If you've got a dream, you need to follow it. And everyone that shows support, I do see it. I get loads of messages I can't always reply to. But I do see like, mostly all the messages so i do see it and i very appreciative and thank you so much
2: amazing thank Thank you you. thank you so much nathan no problem cheers Cheers, thank
0: you